Alrighty, welcome back to week 11, episode 2 of I Called It, or episode 2 Week of 11 of the NFL, episode 2 of I Called It. We're back, baby. <laughs> Regular season, yes sir. Um, that's kind of obvious, but uh, yeah, um, I don't exactly remember every pick that I advocated for last yeah, week. Yeah, we should have written it down, we didn't. We're new at this. We're yeah. going to start writing it down so we can... Review stuff, go back over what we picked, what we went or what we had said from the previous week. Um, but one thing I do remember, we said if the Eagles were going to drop a game, it would be a divisional game. I hope that that was in the new recording, but I think it was. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was. Yeah, but pencil in hand, ready to jot these down. But uh, yeah, we called, or at least we. I don't know. You guys heard it, but uh, yeah, said it was going to be a divisional game that the Eagles are going to drop playing the commanders and it was a great game too yeah and i had commanders money on so that felt real good i did too yeah that was a good night but um i think i took it live the live money line yeah i think i got them at like plus 375 i want to say but um yeah so i know that that three-leg teaser i ad- advocated for hit uh, i was like plus 264 went three for four on upsets of the week calling plus 225 the vikings i want to say they were plus 225 and then plus 175, the Packers. And then plus 125, the Lions over the Bears. Not very happy about that Packers game, I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll happen, though. But, um... We got a big matchup to go over this week. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that. But, um, to start it off, it's going to be the Panthers at the Ravens. Um, spread is 13 Ravens. Um, money line is... Minus 670 Ravens, plus 490 Panthers, over under is set at 41 and a half. Um, Big news on that game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, questionable due to illness right now. Coach is expecting him to play, but it will be a 90 minutes before the game time decision. So Yeah, and that definitely factors into it a lot, and I feel like he will play. But even with him playing, I feel like I lean the Panthers plus 13 and i want to say that i don't I, see the, i don't see the ravens covering them yeah i don't see them blowing anybody out uh, they're a really good team and i think they will get a lot of wins this season but i don't know if they necessarily uh will in like 50 minutes but um i don't know if they necessarily will blow the panthers out um i think they will definitely win but I feel like I'm wanting more by, like, seven. But just in case, I think I'm going to take that. But I'm going to tease the Panthers up to 14 and a half, give them two touchdowns, make it actually worth your time. And, you know, the thing about double-digit spreads is you instantly want to run to the over, under. You instantly want to run to the under because Vegas kind of expects one team to do all the scoring. Yep. But I don't know if I love the under on this one just because I don't think the Ravens' defense is really that good. Obviously, with the addition of Roquan Smith, um, that is really good. He's been playing very solid. Um, Secondary's beat up, though, still. Um, Yeah, I I feel like the Panthers definitely, I feel like they'll get points on the board. I don't know if I love the under on that one. 41 and a half, such a low line already. In in Panthers' last game, they're relying pretty heavily on the run. I mean, they have a lot of run volume. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't unsuccessful. I mean, yeah. Deontay Foreman going for like 149 yards or whatever. And an insane amount of carries. 35 or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So he's definitely picking up that Christian McCaffrey workload. Yeah. Um, not necessarily in the same aspect of receiving, but still keep they're able to pound it on the ground. But Roquan Smith has been a really good run stopper addition. Um, so that does kind of scare me. But 100%. I think I, think I got to roll with the Panthers plus 14 and a half alt spread. Um, and I'm not going to touch the over-under in that. Uh, you got anything else to say about that one? No, I would agree with that. All right. Then we're going to move into the Eagles at the Colts. Um, Eagles are 6.5-point favorites, minus 290 on the money line, plus 215 for the Colts' money line. Over-under set at 45.5. And, and my original thoughts on this game were Eagles cover this pretty easily. Um, I think this is kind of a buy low opportunity on them, just losing the Commanders. I just hope it doesn't uh, stunt their momentum. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it will. I, uh, if anything, I think they'll use it as fuel to the fire. Yeah, but uh, that's a big game to drop. It is. They are leading the division, which is whatever. But uh, losing to a team like that, you know, 
Yeah, definitely. But um, my only concern on the minus six and a half for the Eagles is that the way that they lost to Washington was just Washington was able to run it, run it, run it, control time of possession, and Colts have a better run on, or I think Jonathan Edwards is really going to bounce back. And uh, Colts have a – I feel like they have a much better run game than the Commanders. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? God. Oh, yeah, with the loss of Jordan Davis, obviously, a couple weeks ago. Um, they haven't – they were really good at run-stopping at the beginning of the year, but Jordan Davis going down, out for the rest of the season. Uh, it's really been struggling their run defense. Um so I think maybe the Colts could run it down. A pick that I like more in this game that I actually saw before we started this is Jonathan Taylor's carries over-under is set at 19.5. And, and not really picking a side, Eagles or Colts. I think the Colts' game plan to win this game, if they want to have any shot, is Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Run it down my throat. I, I could see him getting like 25 carries, 30. Um yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to pick a spread just because I I could see. I don't know. I could see it really go either way. The Colts are just so unpredictable. And with Jeff Saturday, head coach, got his first week as head coach a win over the Raiders. But, I mean, is that really going to be sustainable? The Raiders have looked yeah. awful, and they barely won that game. So if I had the lean aside, I'd probably lean Eagles minus six and a half. But I think if the Colts actually want to stay in this game, it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show. And my only pick on this game is going to be Jonathan Taylor over 19 and a half carries. Got anything else on that one, Alex? I like that. Um, is what about the Colts defense? Are they, uh, are they more, are they better at the pass defending the pass or defending the run? They're better defending the pass. Um, Gilmore, they signed off free agency and he's really been playing good. Uh, they signed him off in the off season, but uh, yeah, their safeties are are decent. Their secondary is pretty solid. Linebacker course mm, lacking, and so the because Darius Jalen hurts in the pocket and yeah, Miles Sanders make sure he's not getting carries. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of be got to be the Colts game plan. I haven't heard much about Darius Leonard this season other than him changing his name to Shaquille. What? Yeah, he changed his name to Shaquille Leonard. That's like what he always went by, and now announcers call him Darius, and he just didn't like it. Huh. I wonder if he's hurt or something. Like I feel like I should know this, but I haven't heard him doing like anything. And maybe that's just you don't hear a lot of Colts news, but um, I really sure. haven't heard much about Darius Leonard. But um, on to the next game, we got the Jets at the Patriots. Jets are coming into that game as three and a half point underdogs, plus one forty eight on the money line, over under set at thirty eight and a half. And I want to roll Jets on this pick. I really do. I think the Jets. I like the Jets as an underdog here. I, I I like it too, but the Jets, I think on paper, are significantly better than the Patriots. And I think they're going to beat them out in the division. Um, but Belichick just. With those young QBs, they have a real tough yeah, time playing against Belichick. That's what I was going to say. I they He tortures young quarterbacks with his blitz packages. And I, I just. I could see Zach Wilson throwing, like, four interceptions. And when Zach Wilson's under pressure with a blitz, he throws some questionable balls. He does. He's really not good under pressure. Those I, turnovers could really hurt them in this game. Yeah. I honestly, I, I think that this is a game where they just get completely outcoached. Um, the key to them, the Jets winning this game, is they have to keep Zach Wilson compo- composed and protected. Yeah. Their line, their pass blocking really has to step up in this if they want to have a shot in this game. But, I mean, if I had the lean aside, I'd probably... God, I don't even know. This one's so tough. I'd like to take the Jets. I just... I don't know what's going to happen with Zach Wilson. That's really my biggest concern, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Me too. But I think i got to lean the under 38.5, which is a really low total. really low. And it's gross, and it's... Not the sexy pick, but... But I feel like that's kind of the thing, right? Put it low, people are be like, oh, it's going to go over that. Yeah, but Patriots offense has not looked very good so far this season. Jets, I just, I really think Zach Wilson's going to struggle and that whole offense is going to get brought down with him. I think I'm going to roll with under 38 and a half in this game. I like that pick. Probably not touch either of the actual spreads, but uh, you got anything else on that one? Nope. 
you want to take us into the next game? Yep, the next game is Commanders uh, at Texans. There's uh, Commanders coming off a big win. They are three-point favorites over the Texans. Over under set at 41 and a half. Um, and I already have a pick on this game put in. Um, I haven't looked at all the spreads, but this one I did see. And I really like this as a Texans underdog win from behind. Um, plus 138 on the money line. Um, I think this is a great sell-high opportunity on the Commanders. Yep. And I do think that their game plan last week was to ground and pound. And I do think the Texans have a really bad run defense. But I don't know. If they, I don't know if I trust Ron Rivera to stick with that. And they're starting Heineke this week. Uh, they're sticking with him. And I feel like that just shows me that they kind of want to pass it a little more. Um, and I think the Texans' secondary is not awful. And I don't know. I think the Texans are going to get one. I like that. And then Commander's coming off that win. Like you said, it's a sell-high game. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to be putting faith in the Commanders after their showcase last week. And... I don't want to say it was a fluke, but I don't know if they're going to repeat their dominance over the Texans. Texans coming in as underdogs. Yeah. I think Damian Pierce could really have a really good game. I think Davis Mills could kind of expose that secondary a little bit. Yeah. Um, the receivers are fast. Um, you got a lot of... I can't think of any like super speedy secondary players for the commanders. I could see them just getting the top taken off of them. And then... It's just going to be a ground and pound with Damian Pierce to take the top off, play action. But, God, yeah, I'm rolling with the Texans as an upset, plus 138. Yeah, um, that's what I would take, too. I'm not even taking a spread in this one. I already got that one written down. Um, but I got to write it down as a podcast pick, too. Um, yeah, I'm taking Texans money line, plus 138. But then we're going to roll into All right. Uh, yeah, so the Rams at the Saints. Um, Rams are two and a half point underdogs, uh, plus one twenty six on the money line, over under set at thirty nine and a half. Um, this is another upset that I've already taken um, in the Rams. I think the Rams have really struggled offensively and defensively this season, and I think I don't know Saints offense. I don't know if they're good enough to get it done, especially their against... Their defense, though. Yeah, their defense is nice, but... I've been... I'm I'm just going to say this now. I'm a, I don't know why, for some reason, I've just been so biased towards the Saints this year. Coming in, like, I don't have anybody on fantasy. I've just, like... Saints have come in to most of their games as underdogs, and they've exceeded people's expectations for them. They have, they and have. I, I've loved it. They've been a dark horse all year. That defense has been performing great, and I, I just really like the Saints. And I'm surprised to see that they're coming into this two-and-a-half-point favorites. So am I. I, I really am shocked by that. I don't, I don't know if they're just going to be able to slow down. They have to lock down Cooper Cup first and foremost. He's hurt. He's on IR. Is he? Yeah. Okay, well, then who, who's the next big target? Is Allen Robinson. Robinson? Yeah. I don't know. I think Allen Robinson hasn't really had a great he, shot to spine this year. Chronic. Um, Van Jefferson, yeah. Van Jefferson. I don't know. I think the Saints have a good secondary. Yeah, they do. All right secondary. They Is do. Marshawn Lattimore back? I want to say he's not. Not 100% sure on that one, but I want to say that he's not back. Um, and if they can get Kamara involved, Alave. Uh, I don't know if Michael Thomas is back, but... Um, he's not. He's out for the season. Okay, well, they I they have weapons on offense. I mean... Yeah, they do. Um, but the Rams, I feel like they are such a... Like, on paper... Such a better team. Like, such a better team. Like, every aspect. That's... And I think that they're a significantly better coach team, too. But I don't want people to... I, it could be a trap. I mean, they put the Rams as an under. Everyone's like, oh, the Rams are going to destroy this team yeah the reigning super bowl champion is an underdog against a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year or did they no i don't think no, they, I don't did. Think they did yeah i don't think they made playoffs because eagles were the seven seed and there's no way they were the six or the five but um yeah i don't know i don't know what you're taking on this one but yeah i'm taking the rams as an upset plus Honestly, 126 i'm riding with the saints on this i think saints win okay um all right. what's what's the over under 39 and a half I don't hate the over. 
I don't hate the over either. That's what I was thinking. I'm not going to roll with that as an official pick, but I was thinking about the over. I don't know. That's a really low total for a non-divisional game. Um, and the two teams like that could really spark on offense. Yeah. But then again, I, I, if I see the Rams winning, I see that they win on defense. I think. You think so? Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey just mess with Andy Dalton super That's true. hard. But then again, he's a veteran. He knows what's going on. But. I think if the Rams win this, they wouldn't. I also think Matthew Stafford really needs to pull it together. Yeah, he does. From a really good season last year. To, and I think one know. of these one of these games, he's gonna start clicking again. I, I think so too. And I think Allen Robinson, he hasn't really had his spot to shine yet, but um, I think he could pick up the slack in this game from Cup. I think he's still explosive, and he can still. I don't know. I just then again, Stafford is like super racist. <laughs> don't say that. Don't so, say. so he might not get the ball. But. Higby and Skoranek. Yeah, Higby and Skoranek's overs. Nah. Um, yeah, I'm rolling with the Rams as a pick. But uh, he's rolling with the Saints. But, uh, yep. Then we're going to go into Lions at Giants. Um, Lions are three-point underdogs. Yeah. Plus 146 on the money line. Yeah, over-under set at 44.5. And, and I'm rolling with the Giants by the points. Um. I think the Lions won last week 31 to 30 against the Bears. I think the Giants are just they're like 7 and 2. Lions are like 3 and 6, 3 and 6, I think. Something like yeah. that. The Giant or the Lions, they get into really high-scoring games. They I think do. they're like the top team for most high-scoring games. They might be. I, yeah, they might be. But yeah, I don't know. I just think the Giants That's why I think that's why the overs where it's at. Yeah. 44 and a half ain't too high, but... No, it isn't. But, um... I figured it might be a little bit higher. Brian Dable. But also the Giants' defense is there. Yeah. Not terrible. It's It's been playing all right. But, um... Brian Dable is my pick for coach of the year. Um, I love Dan Campbell, but... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't trust the Lions here. Um, I think the Giants really... I, I really do think they're going to lay three points on them. I, I, I think the Giants go in... Or the... Giants at home, they take care of business. Yeah, home game. Home. Yeah, I love the Giants in this spot. I, I might throw two units on that. I love that play. But um, yeah. Do you want to go into the next game? Yep. Uh, so the next game is Chicago heading to Atlanta. So Bears take on the Falcons. Uh, the Bears come in as three point underdogs. Uh, plus 132 on the money line, and the over-under is 48.5. I also already have a pick for this game um, that I already have placed. Uh, Bears money line plus 132. I like that. I like that pick. The Falcons are just so bad. The Bears are awful, too, but Justin Fields showing his ceiling. and I had the Bears losing last week, and now I got them winning this week. The Falcons are so bad. They're so bad. Mariota's awful. None of their receivers have really been able to step up. Drake London was good in the beginning of the season, but... He's had such a bad drop-off. Yeah, it's just... I just don't know what it is. Is he not getting looked at enough? I mean, not getting open? <coughs> yeah, I don't even know. Mariota's playing so bad, too. That line is awful. Yeah, that's true. Kyle Pitts is really the only piece on that team. Cordero, Cordero Patterson, Patterson, I guess, but... They have him lining up in the... Receiver, yeah. Receiver, a lot. But I... God, I might even go and take the Bears. I'm definitely. I already have taken Bears money line for tomorrow, but um, I might. I might even go and roll with Bears alt spread minus six and a half for like half a unit. I, I'd have to. I I could see the Bears just absolutely. I see the Bears winning by a touchdown. Yeah, at least touchdown. I feel like they could just torch this Falcons team. If they win, I I believe it's by a touchdown or more. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I think the Bears are going to absolutely kill them. But. I just two awful teams. I, to I be honest. Yeah. Falcons. I just feel like the Falcons are so bad. Like, they're so bad. They were, like, winning the division, and it's so fraudulent. They are so awful. I hate the Falcons, bro. The Falcons <laughs> are so bad. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. Bears money line for sure for me. Plus 132 or something. Um. And I'm going to actually go check what an alt spread of minus six and a half with the odds would look like on that. Um, 
So Bears money lines plus 132. Bears minus six and a half is plus 245. And I'm also going to roll with the Bears minus nine and a half plus 340 for maybe like half a unit. Dude, I don't know. That's what. Dude, the Falcons are so bad. But the only <laughs> thing that scares me. You just said if the Falcons win, I'm going to look like an idiot. Yeah, I know. That's why. But the Falcons are so bad. If they win. I think they could cover that spread. Nine and. What did you say? Nine and a half? Yeah. Dude, I just think the Falcons are awful. So you think they win by a touchdown and a field goal, at least? I think the Bears could. I'm throwing, like, half a unit on that. I think the Bears could win by, like, 20. The Falcons are awful. But the only thing that concerns me is that 75% of the money on the spread is on the Bears plus three. And 90% of the money on the money line is on the Bears. That's the only thing that, like, scares me. But sometimes you just gotta go with your gut. You gotta ignore public betting. Um, Vegas does want you to... Win a couple, so you get keep buying back in. Yeah, <coughs> make you feel like you know something, but could be one of those ones. And I don't know. I just I, I, I'm not a big believer in that the NFL is rigged and that Vegas controls it. But I think that Vegas Maybe is like influence. way. I think Vegas, <laughs> not nah, not even that. I just think <laughs> Vegas actually like knows so much more than you think, and like their statistics are probably insane. and they like. They're so good at putting out lines. Like, lines come out, and they're not supposed to be, like, 50-50. They're not actually supposed to be, like, okay, well, we actually think the Bears are going to lose by three. It's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be, like, all right, what are people going to look at and want in this? And, like, what is most appealing There's so to the much that goes eye? into it that, like, we don't even see. There's so much behind the curtain. Yeah, it's, like, they just want... It's a business at the end of the day. It's a multi-billion dollar business. Yeah. They, they just want bets to look appealing that they don't think are going to hit. So, it's, like... They might think a team wins by seven, but they're like, we could sell these, sell this team to win by ten, and people are going to love that, so people are going to take this team to win by ten. It's to just make the most appealing lines to bet on yeah. that they There's don't so think are going to hit. It's not actually supposed to be like a 50-50 on the spread, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm betting with the public on this one. I like Bears six and a half, not nine and a half. You like them weighing six and a half, though? Yeah. That's plus 245. And the Bears minus nine and a half plus three forty. God, I'm gonna have to get into that game. Is that one at noon? And then I watch Vikings game at three. Let's go. That can be my noon game. I watch. Well, we could just throw in red zone, honestly. Yeah, but um, those are the picks I'm rolling with for on that game. I'm gonna look like an idiot if the Falcons win. But um, Bills Browns, Bills at or Browns at Bills, but not actually because they're at Detroit because this game. Six feet of snow in Buffalo got yeah, moved to Detroit. Yeah, that video of the stadium was insane. Yeah, it actually was. How do you even control that? Yeah. In an open dome stadium when it's snowing like that and sheets? Yeah, it, it's crazy. How did, like, what is their next step into, like, clearing the field? <laughs> Waiting for it to melt? I don't know. Snow oh, plows. But will it? Yeah, I, I, I think they got to plow, but, um. That's oh. insane, though. What is it? I I saw a st- or not a stat, but it's like Naheem Hines is like five seven, and Devil Sing- Devin Singletary is like five nine. So both of them are shorter than the amount of snow in the stadium. <laughs> so if they like never plowed, they like wouldn't be able to like be on the field. They'd be running. They'd be running under the snow, tunneling. I saw a TikTok. It was like, if if this game did happen, and it didn't get moved, what are the like the logistics on that? Because. If the ball touches, say they throw it, the receiver, like, drops it. Yeah. And it, like, hits the snow. Is it down right there? 100%. If it touches the snow? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So then what about, like, if Kyler Murray's throwing and as, or, like, but if you're considering the top of the snow, the ground, like you do in, like, normal games, because if there's just a little layer of the snow, that's the ground. But if you consider the top layer of the snow, the ground, then are you always down? Because your knees are in the ground. So as soon as you catch the ball, are you down once you're touched? Probably. What if there's, like... God, there's, like, so many logistical errors. It's, like... Well, it would never happen, but... If Kyler Murray, like, threw the ball, would it, like, instantly be incomplete? Because it would have to go through the snow to get out? He'd have to have a tunnel. To snap the ball? The ball instantly... They'd have to have tunnels. They'd have to have tunnels. Imagine if they dug out, like, all underneath the snow. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Make it, like, ice pillars. Yeah, I don't know. That's just such a logistically, like... A crazy game if that was to happen. But um Bills are seven and a half point favorites. Um minus three seventy money line over under set at forty nine and a half. Um 
I don't like either of those. I don't. I don't. Yeah, like I don't. Any. I don't even want to even place a bet on this. Yeah, I don't like any of those picks. I am all. Nick Chubb sexual though. Yeah, Nick Chubb's lit, and I got him on fantasy. Oh, me too. Hit, <laughs> me too. Dev, all them toddies. But yeah, I don't really love pick on either side of that game. But then we're gonna go into the Raiders at Broncos. God, this is such an ugly matchup. <laughs> Broncos are two and a half point favorites. Over under set at forty one and a half. Dude, I don't know why I like either of these picks either. I don't know. The Broncos minus two and a half is kind of appealing. But did you I saw a thing that Russell Wilson's like losing his mind. Like he's actually like going crazy. He's like there was like a thing that like multiple people have been saying that he like goes up to the line and it'll be like I don't know. What's like an example of an audible like call, call. So, like, call could be, like, a fade route to your, like, yeah. X receiver or whatever. And he's, like, going up to the line, and he's, like, saying things that were audibles that he had back in Seattle. They're, like, Seattle's audibles. So, say they had call as an audible in Seattle. Yeah. But say it's called, like, ringer in Denver. He'll be, like, call, 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 and the receivers don't know what it means. Like, he's, like, losing his mind and, like, using, like, audibles that aren't Dude, a thing in Denver. He's in Seattle for a long time. I know, but that's, like, crazy. That's really bad. He's calling the wrong audibles, and his receivers are, like, walking up to him in the huddle, and they're like, what does that mean? Like, that's not a thing we use. Yeah, he's, like, losing his mind. Where did you hear this? What was it on? It was a reporter for the Broncos. Really? Yeah. That is, like, that's really bad. I'm pretty sure he was a reporter for the Broncos. I think Russ is getting exposed as, like... Not the leader he was said to be while he was in Seattle. Yeah, all Seattle guys coming out saying that you, like, need to talk to his manager to get a hold of him. I don't know. But he's, like, literally losing his mind. <laughs> that's, like, ridiculous. And that's honestly the sole reason. If that's true, I cannot lay the points with the Broncos. I think they're, this season at least, they've shown that they're the better team by more than two and a half points. But, God, I don't know. Check out Denver in here. With... Dude, Russ is losing his Denver's mind. Are, Denver's three and six. Raiders two and seven. Divisional yeah. game. And Raiders are keep getting like blown out. I don't know. Like, I don't know. They're just. I. I. I'm probably not gonna touch it. And I feel like under forty one and a half is a trap. I, I don't <sighs> know. It's just. Dude, I'm just getting ready. For what? Oh. Is it the one, next game? Yeah. The first three o'clock game. I'm going to. Yeah. I, I, I can't I can't I can't lay the points. I don't want to take. I'm not even gonna take a bet on this game. Neither am I. I cannot lay the points with a crazy quarterback. And Russ, if you're listening to this, sorry, bro, but get it together. Honestly, the key is for the Raiders win. Give Josh Jacobs a ball. Get him good. Yeah. And Derek Carr, when you throw it, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. That's crazy. He's literally like going just insane. He's him. Bro, that's crazy. But um. And we're going to move into... Uh, <coughs> this has got to be Game of the Week, right? Oh, yeah, I think it is. America's Game of the Week. It yeah. has to be. Because we haven't talked about any other crazy matchups. No. Because it's America's team, you know? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The Vikings? Yeah, thanks. Um, Vikings, Cowboys. Cowboys at Vikings. Cowboys are favorites. They are by like one and a half points, right? Yeah, one and a half points. I feel like this has got to be a trap. Over under forty eight and a half. So do I. I think I feel like everybody want after the Vikings take down the Bills, they're like, no way the Vikings are under. Oh, I'm getting good odds. Bet yeah, on the Vikings. Bro. Cowboys win. I actually I agree with you. Like, and I'm in a Vikings blinker right now. I think the Cowboys are gonna win this game, and I think I mean I I've thought that other games this season though about the Vikings. Cause, cause listen to this, right? Vikings at home. That should add something right there. That adds, like, two points. Cowboys come off a loss to the Packers. Vikings are coming off a big win uh, from the Bills. Everyone's writing the Cowboys off. They came off a loss to the Packers. Packers have not been great. Vikings take down a huge team in the Bills. So, when you really think about it, everyone's like, all right, Vikings, legit, they got to take down the Cowboys. And they're at home. So, how the hell are the Cowboys' favorites going into this? Yeah, I think it's a trap. I think the Cowboys win. And that's not even me speaking as a fan. I, Viking, Vikings mine is my number two team. Yeah. So it's it's huge conflict of interest for me. But also, like, there's no way Cowboys should be going into this as favorites. <laughs> yeah. No shot. I'm not betting on the Cowboys because I really just want to be able to root for the Vikings and not have that in the back of my mind. But if I had to bet, I would bet the Cowboys. This is totally a trap. I, I, I have to imagine that, like, 
all the public money is on the Vikings. It has well, to be. Let me actually look. Hold on. Alright, so we missed. Uh, a little part of the podcast got deleted, but... We figured it out. We yeah, figured it out. This happened with our last podcast, too. It's phone calls. When, uh, Mess so it we, up. We record this on a phone, and uh, when we get a phone call on the phone that's recording, it messes it up, and it doesn't allow us to stop. So you have to restart the app, which deletes it. Yeah, cause so it doesn't save the audio recording, which is... The stop button doesn't work if you get a phone call. Super terrible, but... Yeah. Anyways, but, we'll go back over what we... Yeah. We're going over. We stopped on the Cowboys Vikings. We were going to check some of the public battery public percentages. percentages. But um actually what ended up happening is the Vikings open as one point favorites, and I don't love that that's there's okay, so fifty eight percent no, fifty two percent of the money's on the spread is on the Vikings, and fifty eight percent of the money on the money line is on the Vikings. But that's actually like that does make me feel better that it's not like huge at ninety percent public betting percentages because i don't know i i thought it was gonna be way higher than that i thought it'd be like 85 but um see 52 and 58 does make me feel better but something that also doesn't make me feel better is that the vikings opened up as one point favorites the public bet on them and then they changed it to cowboys as one and a half point favorites like now you're giving me one and a half points like that's reverse line movement but i don't I, I'm not, I think, I don't know, that actually makes me think the Vikings could squeak this one out, is that, because I thought the public was going to be super heavy on Minnesota, but um, I do still, my official pick is the Cowboys, I'm not betting on them. Um, my official pick is the Cowboys, not betting the money line, not betting the spread, the only thing I'm betting on this game is the over. The over, yeah, but um, I am still going to talk hell of shit if the Vikings win. And but they'll if, do the same if the Cowboys win, and you know that. Yeah, but I said that the Cowboys were going to win. And you can't use that as an excuse. So I'm just going to look smart. Vikings are still your team. Yeah, but I'm still going to look smart if the Cowboys win. If not, I'm happy. Vikings win, I look dumb, but I'm happy. Cowboys win, I'm sad, but I look smart. Yeah. So you take... Yeah, it's a smart scenario. It's a win-win. You want people to perceive you as smart rather than to be truly happy with yourself? Well, I'd rather the Vikings win and look dumb. But I still look smart if the Cowboys win. Because I do think the Cowboys are going to win. I, I mean, I really hope the Vikings are going to win. But, um, yeah, but the over-under on that game opened up at 46 and a half. Um, to 48 and a half now? Yeah. I like that. I can see it being 30-something to 30-something. Yeah, easily. it's more reverse line movement, though. It's 88% of the money is on the under, and it opened up at 46 and a half, and now you're moving it to 48 and a half. It's reverse line movement again, saying... All right, we don't respect you. We still think it's going to go over this total even. And now even more people are going to bet the under because they're like, oh, that's two more points I'm getting too. And before I even saw the public betting slips on that or what it opened as, I I wanted the over. 48 and a half. And I'm sure it's America's game of the week. In two really like, solid offenses. Vikings offense killer. Dak sucks, but... Dak is not bad. He's mid. He's mid at worst. But... He- if you've ever watched Dak's career, he's capable of those 300-plus passing yard games. Because his receivers are so good, but I don't know. I, I really do love the over on this, 48 and a half. Um, I think defenses are both kind of a little bit above average. I think the going to pick up. The Cowboys are going to have a little bit of extra protection with Ezekiel Elliott back. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't hate the Vikings secondary in their back or uh. their corners and safeties and stuff, but I don't think they're good enough to keep up with the Cowboys receiving core. I don't know. Pat Pete's about to hold CD Lamb to zero catches. That's fine. Michael Gallup? It's not that deep. Cameron Dantzler will hold him to zero catches, too. You think so? Yeah. Name so, another receiver. Tony Pollard. Oh, okay. Name another receiver? Yeah. Um. Uh, what's his name? Noah, Noah Brown. Brown. That's your team, but yeah. I just said Noah Brown. Yeah, but... Dalton I, Schultz. Um, yeah, well, Noah Brown, yeah, he's going to get walked down by Bynum. Can't Bynum. Um, oh, Dalton Jaylen Schultz. Tolbert. Eric Kendricks will walk him down. Jalen Tolbert is a non-factor. Um, he's fast. Yeah, but he can't. That boy is fast. But he'll just line up off sides. And then Turpin, you know, just going to return kicks on you and stuff. Yeah, he's special him. team's insane, but yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Tolbert, uh, he can get those deep catches, but it's not going to be that deep because it's going to get called back because he's going to be offsides. Um, oh, what's up, Jay? Oh, it's up, Jed Monster. But, um, yeah, who do you think is winning the Vikings-Cowboys game? Um, I think it's going to be close. You think over 40 and a half smacking or what? 
I do actually. Yeah. Eighty-eight percent of the money's on the under. Isn't that wild? Oh, the over. It's gonna be like a twenty. 26. I think it's gonna be like a thirty-one, thirty-four game. It's a forty-eight and a half over. Yeah. Forty-eight and a half. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I, I, I think it's hundred percent hitting over. I think you said forty and a half. No, I think if it was forty and a half, oh my god, it'd definitely be going over. I still think it's going over. Yeah, 40 yeah I think it's going to be 34, 100%. And then they moved it up two points. Mm-hmm. After the public was on there, like, okay, you can have two more points. It's still Just to get over. more people to bet on it. Yeah. It's reverse. But, yeah, it, over smacking. And we, we both took Cowboys to win. We're not going to bet on it, but we both took Cowboys to win. Yeah, so either I look like a genius for saying the Cowboys are going to win, and I'm sad, or I'm happy when the Vikings win, and I look dumb, but I'm happy. <laughs> it's a win-win. I think, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it is, too. I think we went off a field goal. I guarantee think it's got to be a miracle. I just said I thought the Cowboys were going to win. I think you're a walking paradox. The fan in me says that the Greg Joseph walk-off field goal. No, I think... I think Greg, Greg Joseph... Dude. Bro, he, what? He, he would leave is, you with a heartbreaker. No, I feel like it's either going to go one way. The game's going to start off. Cowboys take the lead and just keep it the whole rest of the game. They win the game. It's going to get closer at the end, just like it always does. Yeah. But the Cowboys are going to win, or it's going to go... Vikings get the ball right away, score, then kind of a shootout, and the Vikings end up winning like thirty to yeah, thirty-four a game. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's a, I exactly what I think. You know what I think I, they go possession for possession. You know what I kind of like though. Cowboys first half money line. Hundred percent, dude. I just feel like the Vikings. You Vikings, like, you guys are terrible until you get to yeah, like late yeah. third, and then the whole fourth. Yeah, like actually, I, I feel like I actually might bet on that Cowboys first half. Because money. you play so conservative, and then once you get to the fourth quarter and you're down. You're like, all right, yeah, that's right. I Justin forgot. I forgot Jefferson. we have Justin Jefferson down there. All right, Kirk, just keep the ball down the field. Buddy did you, will reach up with one hand, bring it down. Did you see that Kevin O'Connell? He like came out in the post game press conference after Jefferson made that crazy catch on fourth and eighteen, greatest catch ever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, You're and he said against that, the buddy who gave you the Minnesota miracle. Yeah, but it, Kevin O'Connell went to Kirk's like you know he has a headset on, mm. and he was like. Yeah, we don't really have, like, a look for you. Um, just literally throw it up to Justin Jefferson. Like, no matter if he's open or not, just throw it up to him. That's what he said. Yeah. And he did it, and Jefferson fucking yeah, caught that. Honestly, it was kind of a shitty ball. He, it Kirk, was. It was way above him. Kirk Cousins, if he was Jefferson got up. I know. If Cousins would have dotted him up, like, right in the chest, I feel like it would have been, like, not a crazy catch, and it would have been a completion. Because, I don't like, know. There was, like, a corner in front of him, though. Not really. He had a, he had good little space. way, a little ways in front of him. Yeah, there was like a there was like a ten yard. Gap. I, the corner definitely could have gotten there though. He, I think he had to high ball it, but not that high. Yeah, but he also yeah, there was like hella pressure on him when he threw it. It so. was in, it was insane that that okay the Bills defender had two hands on it. Uh-huh. Justin Jefferson puts one hand in there and rips it out of his two hands and brings it back down. A, po- it. a point that I like someone like I forgot who would talk. I think it was Erickson or something. Someone talked talked about it, but they're like. If that defender wouldn't have been there and wouldn't have... He wouldn't have caught that. Yeah, they don't think he would have caught that. Because he, he stopped been. the ball. Yeah. He's so strong. Jefferson actually is like... He is like... He's well, generational talent. Bro, he's actually like so jacked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To rip th- with one hand. Hey, yeah, strong hands. That stretched out too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mid-air, Dude, stretched out. Dude, he jumped like, so high. Nothing to pull off of. Like, literally just arm strength. Yeah, that was actually like... Oh my god. But, um... I'm for sure taking the over in that one. Oh, That's yeah, 100%. Pick. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I'm talking so much shit if the Vikings win. Sam, well, I don't I don't think... Not even just to Alex, though. There's, like, so many... Like, talk shit to the... Robert, because I don't talk shit. No, I'm going to talk shit to Robert and Killshot. Alex is actually, oh, like, the God. least toxic one. I can't wait to talk shit to Killshot. If the Vikings win, I'm I'm a quiet Cowboys fan. He's not going to hear the end of it. Killshot. I, I feel like the Vikings are going to pull it off. There's I have, always... I have 53-47. Vikings winning. <laughs> 53-47? No, like, no, like 53% chance. Oh, I was like, what? No, not that high of a score. It's like 100? I just feel like it's a trap game, honestly. I think Cowboys yeah, win. Then the public, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, then Bengals at Steelers. Bengals. Bengals three and a half point favorites. This kid is the public, so let's just fade whatever he fucking does. <laughs> Over on her set. This is a public. 39 and a half. No. Bengals are I don't even need to check the fucking sports. Bengals are going to win by 10. Uh, I definitely... I don't know about the over-under. It's a divisional game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know. So I think it's going to be a lot closer. I mean, it always is in divisional games. Yeah. I I'll take know. the under they're, on that, maybe. Un- they're under. 39.5, though, is so low. It is really The low. unders are hitting, though. It can't be 2020. That's the over. 
right there. Yeah, I feel, honestly, I feel divisional like, games always go. I feel like, like it's gonna be like twenty-one thirteen. Like they they've been hitting unders like crazy. Yeah, doing divisional games like a sixty percent clip, but uh, I don't know. I feel like three and a half could be a trap, dude. Because like obviously the Bengals are so much better than the. They Steelers. have to get Mixon involved. They have to get Mixon and Higgins involved. I know what we said on this in the last recording is we weren't going to touch touch money line spread over under, like, but we would use player props from this game in our parlays and like other bets. Yeah, I already have a parlay with a T Higgins anytime touchdown. And I think a Mixon anytime touchdown is a given too. Maybe even like Pickens, bro. I don't know. And you, you were talking about Pickens too, and I don't hate that either. Just like receptions, bro. I feel like they got to feed Pickens. But also the Mixon, maybe not even anytime touchdown, but receptions. Yeah. And maybe receiving yards. I feel like receptions is tough. Or total yards. Receptions, I feel like it's got to hit. Oh, hopefully. Right, I feel like it's like three and a half. Jake, you actually want to hop on Fliff and uh, check what the over-under and mixes receptions is? I feel like if it's like three and a half, I feel like that's like... Even if it's four and a half. Four and a half is a lot, but dude, three and a half? Mixon can get that, though. I mean... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he went to Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are the odds on here? <laughs> What? George Pickens at me. <laughs> Plus 280 anytime touchdown score, you said. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's like three and a half. That's like, I, I think. I really like that over. I feel like it's going to be over that. Honestly. I think it's going to be over three and a half. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's going to be like closer to five or four. Well, three and a half is pretty close to four. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be like four, four, four and a half or five. I think it half. could be four and a half. I feel like that's the highest it goes, though. What is it? Where are we looking at? Perceptions. Over 3.5. God, I'm I'd so good. I'd take that. I'd take that, too. I, I'm going to take that. Dude. I'm going to throw the mix well, at him. I, I can somewhere. see two things out of Mixon. He comes off that 55-point fantasy week. That wasn't last week, was, was it? Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. But then he has the bye. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to mm. say. So I could see him either like keeping it going, or I could see him just like not keeping Grabbing it. Grabbing like six. No, yeah. I think he goes back to average. Like, his average. He's been doing good. Did you guys know that teams after playing the Panthers are like 0-8 against the spread this year? Really? Yeah, and it even held up. I want to say it was the Bucks played the Panthers, then had a bye. Then the next week, they didn't cover the spread. So it even holds up after a bye. Panthers curse? Um, and that even is better because the Falcons played the Panthers last year, and I'm so big on the Bears right now. Last year or last week? Last week. Yeah. I say last year. Yeah. yeah. I, Jaden, they played him last year, man. <laughs> he was crazy. No, I, I honestly think the Bears are annoying. Jay, I took um, the Falcons are three point favorites over the Bears. Insane. I'm taking Bears money line, Bears minus six and a half, Bears minus nine and a half, Bears minus six and a half I'm plus two forty five. You're taking Bears winning by ten points. Yes, dude. I think the Falcons are so bad. I'm taking the Bears minus six and a half. I think the Falcons, their defense is what saves them. I feel like most dude, of their <laughs> offense is. Their, their offense, can, I forget. I think their offense can be really bad or mediocre. Mediocre when Marcus Mariota is played, playing like his best. When he play, when he has a good game, the offense is kind of rolling. When he's spreading the ball to Pitts, London, you know, getting like every, kind of everybody involved. London has fallen off so hard though. No, he's, I know. He's on the decline. Well, it's from because the his production. Because last year they had Matt Ryan throwing on the ball. Yeah, and he not London, huh? You're talking about Pitts. Yeah, Pitts. Yeah, London's yeah. a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But yeah, Pitts, and then this year, it's just like... And it also depends if Cordero has one of his games, too, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think the fucking Bears are going to shit on him. But Cordero's been shit in the bed, too. They've been <clears throat> lining up in receiver too much, I think. Yeah. I do, too, bro. They just got to hand it to that man. But that's that's what he played. <laughs> and it is over carries. With the Vikings, that's what he played. Receiver and kick, or, yeah, kick returner. That's, that was his position. He didn't play any running back, really. Yeah, but how much better was he when he was lined up in, as a running back, just getting the ball right behind right I just feel like Patterson's significantly better than Caleb Hundley and fucking Tyron Algier. 100%. Yeah. But um. Anyway, yeah, I'd mix in. I I'm, I'm gonna take uh, Joe Mixon over four, three and a half. Three and, and a half. half. That's so free. Mixon over three and a half receptions is free. But um, and then yeah, I'm not touching anything else on that game besides the T Higgins anytime touchdown and a touchdown uh, score parlay. Wait, Jamal. So Jamar was supposed to come back this week, right? No, he's on IR. 
You got put on IR like two weeks ago. You have to be on IR for four weeks. He didn't even get put on two weeks. It was like two or three weeks ago. It definitely wasn't four. No, because that's when we were practicing at uh, Cush for football. Oh, yeah, it was. So it's been like, I think he was, this is the fourth week. He could have came back to this game because in fantasy, it said he could play. He was projected, they projected on points. But then they, the day later, they had him out. Oh, they had him out? Yeah. Okay, bet. That's what I was about to Google. All right, um, next one, divisional game, Chiefs-Chargers. Yeah. Um, I think we took the under. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Under 51 and a half. Um, but, I don't know, my my whole point, I, we didn't touch the spread or the money line, but um, my whole point was uh, divisional games, under him like, like 60% clip, yeah. Um, I think the Chargers offense has been struggling. Uh, Juju's out for the Chiefs. I think they the Chargers, don't really have a wide receiver one. Kadarius yeah. Tony could go off, though. Yeah, he could. But, uh, or like MVS or something. But, I feel uh, like that's two out there, though. Everyone's saying, oh, Kadarius yeah. Tony is now an official two. Like, he could go off. He's not an official two. He is an official two, right? For this game. For this game, but, like, I feel like their receiving court is just so messy right now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like MVS is going to eat more than Kadarius Tony. He's so fast, dude. MVS, yeah, I know. You, you guys keep talking. Okay, yeah, well, we know, but uh, on this, I really don't like uh, spread, money line. I like the under, though. Yeah, same. Divisional game. I, don't know, I feel like whatever, it, like if Mahomes' owner it is. Five and like a half. I just, yards, see a, I just see it closer than that. It's probably like 278 and a half or something. I yeah. could see him passing for 300. I see I Travis know. Kelsey having a, a game. Yeah, me too. Same. I think Kelsey's going to fucking eat him. Yeah. And we both have him in fantasy. So and, let's uh, go. It's lit. Thanks, yeah. Jay. I never gave you Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You traded it. Beginning of the season. Preseason. It was a Kelsey Waddle. Um, it was a four for four. You gave me Kelsey. Did I actually? Yeah. Well, I you can never that. trade Kelsey. I didn't even know I had him. You have to trade him Because you didn't gold. draft him. You traded for him. And then you traded him to me. And I gave you some like really good running backs. But then they didn't pan out. No, no. That's no. when you guys were talking no. all that shit. That's, no. where, that's where the screenshot's no, from. No, because I gave, you gave me Mixon. Um, yeah, I gave you Mixon. Here, hold on. Let's fact check this. All right, so we're going to kind of stray away from fantasy, but for the record, um, Jaden did not give me Kelsey, actually. Knew it. Uh, Dylan did, but um, I did kill him, so that does make me feel better. Not me, though. I mean, I did beat you, though. But you didn't kill me. I didn't kill you, no. Like, basically mixing for Chubb straight up, but I also got Zeke and TP, and TP's been tough when Zeke's out, so. Dude, I had a crazy night last night. I didn't tell you about that. Okay. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> All right. I had, like, four bitches in my bed. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Okay. Um, Niners at Cardinals. Um, Niners are eight and a half point favorites. Um, this is also another game that I already have a bet on. Um, Cardinals money lines plus 290. I got it at plus 300. But, yeah, Cardinals yeah, money line. Like like, yeah. Bro, uh, relax, Alex, bro. Brother. Are you showing bitches? Is he showing you bitches right now? Bro, there's no way. This is going to wait. Yeah, I was laying there. Like, Bro, there's holding, no way you're... S- holding the one. And this is the other. No cap. All right, keep, keep it running off. Well, you're talking about fucking laying with girls. Okay, no, it's just a sidebar. We're good. Okay. okay. No. I, 49ers, lie. Cardinals? Yeah, I took Cardinals money line already. Plus 300 is what I got it at. Holy right, shit. Can we pause this for a minute? <laughs> I it's... don't... No, let's just wrap this up. We've been going yeah, for a while. We had to redo a bunch of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I took Cardinals' uh, money line, uh, plus 300. I don't know. D-Hop is questionable. I think he'll is play. He? he is questionable. I didn't even know that. Would it, it takes away Cardinals' number one re- wide receiver, and I think him and Murray are really close. Hollywood going to be back? I don't know. I don't know. Cardinals are winning this. Um, I don't think they are. Nah, they are. I think 49ers are really starting to heat up. Uh, they got McCaffrey there now. Yeah, and they're about to Huge get Huge addition. Ayuk is playing insane. Um, well, no matter what, the Cardinals are definitely there covering again. eight and a half. I think. I, I don't know, dude. This is a, it's a questionable game. Uh, over under 43 and a half. I'm really not going to touch that. But, um, yeah, I already took Cardinals money line. Um, plus 300, so. I don't play that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you got anything on this game you take on either side? I like the 49ers to win. I'm, I would not take the Cardinals money line. Be oh, that's the Monday night game. Um, you like the 49ers to win? Are you are yeah. you taking a minus eight and a half? I wouldn't take a minus eight and a half. I would definitely take Cardinals maybe, plus eight and a half. Maybe. I might think about it. Think about it then. Um yeah, Cardinals 
plus eight and a half is definitely a pick for me. I think the Niners are tough. I don't. They took my team out of the playoffs last year. Uh, they do it every L- year. A little yeah. upset about it, but I think they're tough. They've done it like four times, haven't they? Or no, they've done it like four times to the Packers. But uh, I'm just like 0-4 against them in the playoffs. But, uh, and he was a 49ers fan growing up. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, Cardinals money line. It's light. Um, and then I just want to talk about a couple things besides um, just the regular slate that we've already went over. But um, as my upset money lines of the week, uh, money line dogs of the week, I went three for four last week. Uh, Lions, Vikings, Packers, um, and then Chargers, but they did not win. Um, I get the Bears at plus 125 beating the Falcons. I've already gone over that. The Falcons fucking suck. Um, I also got a minus six and a half and minus nine and a half. It's not that deep. Um, I got the Rams plus 125 versus the Saints. I got the Texans plus 140 versus the Commanders. And I have the Cardinals plus 300. Versus the Niners. It's also divisional. You gotta think about that. Um, and then I got two more plays. I got a six-leg anytime touchdown parlay at plus 8,270. Um, it's an MVS anytime touchdown. I don't know about that. Uh, MVS getting a touchdown. No. Oh, trust. All right. Jay Jets anytime tutty. T. Higgins anytime tutty. That one's questionable, too. T. Higgins? I don't know. I think T. Higgins can do it if Jamar's out. I don't know. But I feel like Mixon could also get fed. Um, Brian Robinson, anytime tutty. Nick Chubb, anytime tutty. That one's a lock. I don't know. I feel that like one's many... for sure a lock. Shut I feel up. Like I could see that one ruining it. Yeah, I, honestly, I was thinking, the I think same, when I saw Hunt. that TikTok, I, I thought the exact same fucking thing. I thought... Chubb Kareem... is a lock. No, I... Kareem Hunt will not get the ball no, in the red zone. No, but it might not be the end zone. Maybe Kareem breaks one off for 20 yards. Maybe he just gets a receiving touch, yeah. bro. Y'all are tripping. I'm telling you. I don't know, but... What are you guys doing? I know what he's doing. And then, but the final leg of that besides Chubb is a, a Fields anytime touchdown. Um, that, I, I don't know. Against the Falcons, bro? I, it's, a, it's a Falcons. He's going to fuck at the Falcons. Oh! No, I know... <laughs> But I feel like he might not get a touchdown. I feel like he might have a massive rushing game. And get in the end zone, yeah. No, but so. not get in the end zone. I feel like he, he, there's a big possibility he's not getting it. I'm damn sure about that one. I know you are. You just hate the Falcons. And then I also... You do hate the Falcons. The Falcons fucking suck. <laughs> but, um... And then I, I have the exact opposite of that. Um, MVS to not get a touchdown. JJ Jets to not get a touchdown. T Higgins to not get a touchdown. Brian Robinson to not get a touchdown. Nick Chubb to not get a touchdown. And Justin Fields to not get a touchdown. So why'd you do that? Because what if that bitch hits reverse? <laughs> well, I don't. Then I'm still gonna get paid. I think at least one of those guys will get a touchdown. <laughs> what if they don't? That's stupid. Nick Chubb's a lock for Tuddy. I don't know. He is, me. bro. I called it. I called it. Nick Chubb's a lock for a touchdown. Yeah, bro. He's minus one fifty. Like sick fucking call. Anywho, that one's hey, plus two thousand two. I could, hey, I could also see Jake Jets not getting tutty. Nah, Jake Jets definitely getting Listen, tutty. Listen, every game he's had a massive game. Last game he had a massive game. The next game, it, like some, not all the time, but sometimes he doesn't have that great of a game. The next game, no, yeah, he's gonna be locked up this week. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's gonna be locked up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you. Ex- I don't think he's gonna be locked up. I don't think he's gonna Kirk plus one not- and a half interceptions. Plus on. one and a half? <laughs> Bro, you did not say that, right? I'll put over, okay, Kurt, I'll put Kurt, over one and a half. <laughs> oh, I'll put over one and a half? I'll put a hundred yeah. bucks on that. That he doesn't throw two picks? Yeah. I bet he does. Okay, so bet us. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to get under your guys' skin. Anyway, that no touch. So the exact opposite of that parlay is plus 2,247. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would think so. You know what? Dak's, Dak's not throwing a pick. No. Dak's definitely going to pick. I actually take Dak. No, I'll listen to this. Dak is going to have one of the best games of his life. Nah, he's going to play like shit. I feel like he could have a good game. Cam Dancer's picking him off. Oh, listen. No, he's not. Shut up. Oh, I wanted to say this. So, just in case, if I get this right, I called it. Like, holy shit. Okay, you told me Jets isn't getting a tutty. Okay. This is how it's going to go. Okay. I'm listening. Opening drive. Mm -hmm. Vikings get the ball. Jets tutty. 25-yard line, Trayvon, manned up on Jets, cover two-man, Jets, post route from the left side, post, bang, splits the seams, 
Splits the seams, 75-yard touchdown. Nope. Justin Jefferson, post route on Trayvon Diggs. Nope, not happening. Cover two. Not happening. Yeah, it's probably minus said, three million and not happening. up and then you said cover two. Cover two man. Like okay. two deep oh, safeties yeah, okay, and okay. then the rest are manned up. But I feel like that's not happening. No, up on money. Any type of money. Yeah, bro. I'd hope you would. It's minus five million to not happen. Exactly. I don't think it's happening. But Can if it does. odds on that? <laughs> yeah, offer minus five million. <laughs> you will? Yeah. How much you guys want to put on it? Five bucks. Ten. <laughs> Actually? Yeah. So you owe me ten. So you already owe me five. No, I'm saying it's minus five million. So you're risking five dollars yeah, a week. but like you already owe me five. So it's two like, fucking cents. Oh. Well, I'll bet five bucks, and I win five bucks. If I don't win five bucks, you win with your odds. What? Bro, I'm not betting five dollars on that... Justin Jefferson splits a cover two man on the opening drive for okay, a how much? Hey, how much would that mean? Minus five million, bro. It, that has to be like less than a cent, I think. Put five dollars on it. Stop doing that. Anywho. So, yeah, official picks are going to be Carolina plus 14 and a half alt spread. Jonathan Taylor over. Can you stop doing that? What? That is so fucking loud. Like, I guarantee that's so loud on there. I bet it is. Yeah. Same. It isn't. Anyway, Jonathan T- Do you just not even want to fucking do this? No, dude. Okay, finish. Hurry up. Bro, you, Cl- you keep, like, out. shaking close shit. Out. Close it out. Well, I'm going over official picks. Panthers plus 14.5 all spread. Jonathan Taylor Sorry. over 19.5 carries. <laughs> Jets, Patriots under 38.5. Over, over 19 carries? 19.5, Jonathan Taylor. Um, versus I the Commanders. Yeah. Probably. They have a uh, offense. Um, Justin Jefferson. Or, <sighs> Paris Campbell, though. He's kind of... Jets, Patriots, under 38.5. Houston, Moneyline, plus 138. Giants, um, minus 3 versus the Lions. Bears, Moneyline. Bears, minus 6.5 for both of us. And Bears, minus 9.5 only for me. Did you say you were taking the Lions plus 3.5 or something? No, I think I was talking about the over. Because No, we took opposite picks, I remember. Did you say you take the over in the Jets, Patriots? 38 and a half. No, you said you would. No, I was taking the under. I took the under. Oh, no, but we were saying that... We uh, took an opposite pick. We were saying that Zach Wilson was really going to struggle. Yeah, I know. Did you take the Lions? Or did you take um, Commander's money line? Was that no, what it was? No, no, no. I think that's a huge trap game. No, we took... We took an opposite pick. I don't remember what it was, though. I don't know. Anyway, I took Bears minus six and a half. He took Bears minus six and a half. Um, I took Bears minus nine and a half. He did not. Um, Minnesota, Dallas over forty eight and a half. Six and a half, I think. Didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, Minnesota, Dallas over forty eight and a half, and Los Angeles and Kansas City under fifty one and a half. Um, Those are gonna be. And then for me, I also have the Cardinals money line. but other than that, those are all the picks besides the upsets of the week with the Bears, Rams, Texans, Cardinals, and that six-leg parlay that I said. Hey, those will be posted on Facebook. You know, know what I think is going to happen? What's up, Judd? Okay, this is not about this season. Next season, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets traded, and he's going to either go to – I feel like he's going to get traded, and he's going to go to the uh, the Titans or the – the Colts. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, the Colts or the uh, – Fucking Titans. No. Colts are the uh Dolphins. Dolphins, bro. Two is pretty good. They're this not year. getting rid of Tua. Yeah, two is No, I know they're not getting rid of him. But So you think they have Tua and Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I feel like I feel A Rod's like, backup? No, I feel like Aaron Rodgers they cause I just think of the Colts. Think, like the Colts is actually like realistic because the Colts like I don't know why they do this. They never draft QB. They always just rent like some shitter who's at the like They draft a Okay, or or, or not, not the Dolphins, the uh, the Seahawks. I could see him. I go- said the Seahawks. I could see uh, Aaron Rodgers going to the though. Seahawks. Maybe goes to the Broncos. Because, I can see that too. But if Geno keeps playing this well, no. because because the Seahawks have so many first round picks and uh, Packers need like players. They need good players, so they're gonna. I bet, I bet the they trade them like a first and a second, and then I don't think they're gonna waste any more of Geno's time. Yeah, I think if Geno plays good, they're trying to keep Geno. They're not going like to waste the... any more of his career with him being back. But do you think... Do you think do I like you, the Colts, though. Do you think Geno's going to get him a Super Bowl? I don't think Rodgers is going to get him a Super Bowl. 
I feel like, Rogers, I feel like Rogers could, though. Have you seen Rogers play this year? He's been throwing so many yeah, bad bro. balls. He's been playing, he's been playing know, worse than Geno. I know, but, like, um, they have the Seahawks have a they have good offensive line now. They've they got a couple good rookies. And then Kenneth Walker is a great wo- rookie. And then Charles Cross. Yeah. DK Lockett. DK Lockett, a Rod. I feel like I feel like that could happen. I feel like just Geno, bro, if he finishes Gino, the season out. Him. I think if he finishes this the season out playing this well, they're not gonna get rid of him. But um alright, yeah. Ready, break. Alright, so it's fun playing with you guys. This has been episode two of I called it. Yeah. Reviewing week eleven. Week eleven, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Week eleven, NFL regular season. Uh reviewing the games, our picks, our thoughts. Yeah. I called it. I call it. That was so chaotic.